But if you are grieving somebody, try that. Try and just celebrate their life as opposed to grieve their death. By all means, it won't be easy. Grieving is never an easy process. It's a very hard and dark and difficult. Well, it's still process. grieving. It's still you know, grieving when you're celebrating their life because you're thinking about it and right. tears are going to come to your eyes. You're still going to remember it, but at least it's going to be kind of like you might have a little bit of a smile on your face or a little giggle. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Real show. show. Yeah, baby. Let it snow. I'm, we're coming to you live from a real snow globe. Like somebody just shook the living shit out of a snow globe. And that's <laughs> no. where we are now. It Can't get over how much snow has hit the ground in one day. Like two feet. Two feet. My dog went outside for the first time this morning and he was legit stuck in the snow. He's looking back at me. He's like, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> we'll, we'll put that on Instagram so you can take a look at it. It's pretty funny. He just... He went up to, and he's a pretty tall dog, and it went up to past his chest. Yes, for sure. He was like, uh, Mom, what, do you, what, what, what what's going on? Why'd you put this here? And, uh, <laughs> that's exactly what he was looking at me. We're like, what are you doing? Why am I out here? <laughs> am I supposed to pee in this? Like, what, what is this? <laughs> Anyhow, this is crazy. We are cooped up inside. Kids are home from school. Snow day. First day they're supposed to go back, and they got a snow day. It's January like, 2022, baby. It's like Mother's Nature said, Oh, you want to send your school kids to school today? Hell no. <laughs> it's true. They've been home for the past three weeks. So why not an extra day or two? Mm-hmm. You know? It is what it is. So without further ado, my name is Roger. And I'm here with my beautiful wife, Nina. Yeah, baby. And we are the Head Over Heels Show. Kicking it from the snow. <laughs> <laughs> we should have did the podcast outside. What do you think? No, thanks. No? You don't want to do it from the snow? Come on. No, thank you. Let's go. We'll sit out on a front porch. All you'll hear is... <laughs> Dude, I'm a water sign. You know I don't live in this weather. In my mind, hey. this is sand and beach to me because that's where I always live. My entire life I've no, been living there. from water, right? I don't care. It's not the same water as the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it is now once it hits it. God damn it. It's a lot of snow. We're living in a crazy world where... You know, there's tsunami warnings everywhere. There's crazy snow hitting the ground where in the cold areas. You got vax people getting just as sick as non-vax people. And the whole world's in shambles. 
So what are you we're still do? in the lockdown. Then we're still locked down. <laughs> we're still locked down. Can't How are we going to survive? How is our relationship going to survive through all this trauma and not to mention death? I yes. mean, that is the worst possible outcome of everything is yes. that. And we, we sat down and talked to a, um, a friend of ours who also listens to the show uh, a little while back. And she mentioned that it would be a good idea to do a show on losing a loved one, like a family member or a husband, mother or wife, father, husband, yeah. wife. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And when she said that, I was like, oh, man, it sounds so negative. I don't know. It's been so long since we had somebody pass in our family that I just I just didn't know what what I would say. And, you know, we really respect this person. I thought, you know, we should do it one day. We'll call in somebody and, and, and have them come and talk about it. But we recently got hit with a tragedy from, thanks to this COVID outbreak out there, my stepdad, I guess you'd call him. Actually, he would call himself. It was actually pretty funny because he, he was a good friend of my dad. So he was very uh, respectful of my dad. He would say, instead of stepdad, he would say, step aside, dad. And I thought that was pretty funny. I'm your step aside dad. You know, I, I came in when, when your dad passed. This one is dedicated to Andre, my step aside dad, who just passed away this weekend from COVID. We thought, you know what, let's, let's make an episode and talk about losing a loved one. And the grieving How process. Did, yeah. And, you know, I mean, we've all lost someone that we love. I've lost both my parents. The most recent one was about 70 years ago. My mom passed away. But it's not like losing someone that you love, your companion, the person that you've been with for 25, 30 years. I mean, I can't imagine how hard it's been for your mom for the past couple of days. Yeah. Because she did spend 25, 23, 24 years with, with this amazing human being. Yeah, yeah. And although he was sick for a past while, for the past year, and, was, and so we thought this was going to be a miracle. When we saw him for Christmas, we thought you know, it was yeah, a Christmas he miracle. Amazing. He looked amazing. He looked so much better than he ever did. And I think this was his way of saying goodbye to all of us. Yeah. He always he always cared about how he looked and how he expressed himself to all of us. And he looked so amazing this Christmas. Yeah. And I think this was his way of saying goodbye to all of us. And to paint a picture, I mean, he was sick for quite a while with liver issues and, um, you know, diabetes. diabetes. And so, he, you know, there was a few times that, you know, we thought we were going to lose him. To, that, to those things. But, um, you know, he ended up getting really, really better and looking great, like Nina said. And then all of a sudden, COVID decided that it had other plans for him. So so this episode is dedicated to Pepe Andre. Yes, may you rest in peace, my friend. Yes, he liked us all to call him Pepe because he was the only grandfather alive for our children. Yep. And um, we my dad passed away from very similar, not COVID, but same liver issues as he as he had. Uh, when he was 54, and that was... That was 25 years ago 25 this year. years ago, That's wow. That's insane. Craziness, craziness. All right, so let's... Uh, let's hit the subject. What would you do, what do you find you do to uh, to help with your grieving process when it came to your mom and your dad passing away? Within a short well, period? here, yeah, I was going to talk about that. I mean, I've lost so many amazing human beings in my life, but it was nothing like the women I lost my parents. It's it, it's a feeling that he can't even express. You know, I, I was on top of both my parents when they passed, as well as your father, yeah. you know, when they all passed. Like, we, they took their last breath with me on there. Like, my mom legit, she was in my arms the entire night. Yeah. And that morning when she took her last breath, and she was in my arms, facing me and facing my sister, and her back was in my chest. Yeah. 
and she took her last breath. It's a it's a horrific feeling, to be honest. Yeah. Knowing that you're not going to see them again. This is it. It's the last, it's... you know, last moment. So it's it's hard. Yeah. So dealing with the grief is never an easy issue. Yeah, yeah. And same with me. When my, when my dad passed away, I was in my 20s. You were there with us. Uh, but I was holding his hand and, you know, he slowly just kind of stopped breathing and flatlined and, you know, we all cried and did our thing. But I got to say, like, if you want to, if you have somebody that passed away recently and you're grieving and you don't know what to do, you know, it's, there's nothing I can say to make it easy. There's nothing. There's really nothing I can say to make it easy because it's not going to be easy. It hurts like crazy. You know, every once in a while they come in your thoughts and you billow up in tears, your throat gets sore. You know, it's it's not easy. It's not easy. But I know that the way I grew up and the way we dealt with funerals was different than, let's say, in, in, in Nina's family where, you know, you, when your dad passed away, your mom was... In shambles, hysterical, banging against her chest, crying hard. And not just when your dad passed away, when, when her friends passed away, when her relatives passed away, she was very, 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 very sad and very, and she showed it, you know, very expressive. Mm. Well, the thing is, it's not just from that person that just passed away, that, that, that pain is from before the other people that have passed away. And that's why some people say, time will heal. I don't believe that. I don't believe time will heal. I think time makes you, your memory of, of those events get thinner and thinner and thinner with time. And time helps you heal. accept it. Exactly. But once an, another strategy happens, then all that pain words, comes yeah. back. And it's like 10 times, threefolds, tenfolds, you yeah. know, the, the pain, because that now you've added all of these people that you love that are, that are leaving this world. And you're like, you feel alone, feel even it. though you're not alone. Yeah. But in our culture, you're right. Yeah. It's a very, so you grieve, you grieve the loss and you grieve very, very strong as opposed to what I'm used to growing up is we didn't necessarily grieve the loss of them. We celebrated their life. Mm -hmm. So when somebody would pass away, I remember when my dad passed away, we had a lot of fun. We partied. My grandfather passed away. My grandfather used to drink beer all the time and he had a certain beer called O'Keefe. So what we did is when my grandfather passed away, all of the cousins and all the uncles and everybody got together at our place. We brought I don't know, umpteen bottles of O'Keefe, and that's all we drank all night. I remember doing that with your dad. Yeah, that, my dad was like rum and coke, so yeah, we did we that. Were we drank, that. Yeah, we drank for him too. And, and we just kind of hung out and partied and, and laughed at shit that they did in the past. Like, you know, oh, you remember when dad did this? Or you remember when he fell off of this or what he did? You know, I agree with more than my culture, what they do. I, I agree. And I tried to do that with my father too when he, when he had passed. And I was trying to say that to my family and say, look, why don't we just... You know, celebrate his life. Remember those beautiful memories. Right. Everyone was giving me the the look as if where you, what world, what planet are you from? Yeah. You know, we don't do that shit. You know, yeah. we cry and we beat ourselves up to death, which is I do, I don't agree with to be honest. But yeah. it's a culture, and this is how it's done. Yeah, but I understand. Like even things like I noticed with your family or your culture is after somebody passes away, you guys are not supposed to do anything. Like if there's a wedding going on, you're not supposed to go to that wedding. You're not supposed to celebrate anything for like yeah, a year a celebration for a year. Yeah. And it, it's to me, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that if I passed away, I wouldn't want you to stop doing what you're doing. I would want you to sit there and go out and still have fun as opposed to sitting on the couch, thinking of me and crying. I would do the same thing. You know don't, I mean? Let's not talk about us. No, no, I know, but <laughs> I would expect you to cry. I'd want you to cry. I want you to grieve me, of course, 
But at the same time, I want you to be happy. I want everybody to be, I don't want to affect your life too, too much that, that I've passed. I want, I know it's going to be harder, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that. And, and I'm sure that the loved one that you lost wouldn't want you to do that either. I agree, but it's, like I said, it's a culture. That, it's almost like it's shameful if you don't yeah. grieve for the entire year. And, you know, sometimes my mom, like when my, my brother passed, she wore black for a long time, as yeah. long as I remember. I mean, I believe energy brings an energy. Yeah. So if you are crying and grieving for the entire year, that's all you're going to bring into yourself. Yeah. You know, over and over, you're not, you're not giving yourself a chance to heal, to move on. And that is, again, back to the culture. Yeah. That I don't agree with, obviously. Mm. I will obviously grieve my family, my mom to this day. Yeah. It hits me sometimes and I sit there and I cry, you know? But I also remember all the beautiful times that I spent with her. That's exactly my it. Dad. That's what you want to do. You want to cherish those times and think about how lucky you were to have those times. Like this Christmas, this past Christmas that we had with Andre, it was, first off, it was the best Christmas we've had in a long time. Um, you know, he's been sick on and off for quite a while. So he would normally come over for two hours and leave because he would need to take medication. He needs a, a nurse is going to come by and, or this or that. So he'd have to leave. So this one, he didn't, he stayed with us for hours and hours on end on the first day on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas day, he came over again with my mom and he hung out with us for, the entire I want to say 12 hours. Yeah. The entire day they were there. It was crazy. And it was great. And we, we cherished that that time we even said it when it was happening we're like we're so blessed to have you here looking the way you do like you're, you're able to walk you sit down you're 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 coherent you're yeah, in the conversation I was say, you, you carried a conversation really well for the entire day it wasn't like oh he was getting tired like normally does yeah. he was amazing the whole time and we I, I think we all knew it even him we're like well this has never happened we've never had this much fun on a christmas yeah with him so you know, your mom's face was had smile from ear to ear. You know, it was it was just a beautiful Christmas we spent with him, and he, I, I think he knew that this was going to be his last. Yeah, yeah. Whether it was COVID or his other issues that were were, were going to take him, if we look at the way we saw him, let's say five months ago, we didn't think he was going to last five months. No, the way he looked. The yeah, way back he, in July, he yeah. didn't think he was going to last. He was legit bedridden. If he got up, he got on a, a, a scooter and w went around, and he was all slouched over. So, you know, it, it was a miracle that we got to have him in such good health and have fun with them and have great conversations and basically show them that we loved them. Yeah. And that's, that's what he saw. And he, f he felt amazing. He said, I, f I actually felt part of the family because I know he's been with my mom for 20 some odd years. He, cause he was my dad's friend. He always felt like he was stepping on, like cutting my dad's grass, you know, take, mm -hmm. taking, taking his, you know, uh, his life kind of thing. Yeah. But you know, he's not part of it anymore. He passed away. So you, it's not that you're, he was filling in the void. He was just there. He was a companion to my mom. He was, you know, he did he was great things. He was being a friend to your yeah. father by being there with your mom. Absolutely. He didn't he want her care. to be alone. So we, we let him know that, that, how much we appreciated him. And he loved, loved, loved it, which I'm happy that that happened. So if you think that I'm happy that we were able to get that Christmas, not that he passed away. But if you are grieving somebody, try that. Try and just celebrate their life as opposed to grieve their death. By all means, it won't be easy. Grieving is never an easy process. It's a very hard and dark and difficult. Well, it's still process. grieving. It's still you know, grieving when you're celebrating their life because you're thinking about it and right. tears are going to come to your eyes. You're still going to remember it, but at least it's going to be kind of like, you might have a little bit of a smile on your face or a little giggle as to what 
what it is you were thinking about. Well, that's that what I was going to go with. Yeah. It. The, the grieving process itself is very hard and deep and dark. But if you remember the good thing while you're grieving that way, it won't be as hard. It won't be like, it didn't feel that bad for me, for my dad and my mom. You know, I did. I, there was a hole in my heart for years and still is. Yeah. But because I've learned to celebrate their life from you, from your family, I didn't, I don't take it as hard yeah. as my sisters do to this day. I wish my mom was here. I wish my dad was here. But guess what? I have amazing children that I have to look after. So I need to celebrate my parents' life yeah. and not be grieving it for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. We're actually sitting here right now doing this podcast, and I'm looking at a shelf on our counter that has a picture of every one of them. It has a picture of my dad, has a picture of her dad, has a picture of her mom. And guess what? They've all got a smile on their face. That's how I want to remember them, with a smile on their face, not tubes in her nose or them gone, but I want to remember them happy and, yeah. and loving. And, and that's why I put all those pictures because those, those those were their favorite photos. They were yeah. beautiful pictures. My mom loved that photo. Your dad loved that cowboy hat on his head. Like yeah. these are what, what they love. Their personalities, their, and like I said, every one of them have a smile from year to year. Even your dad who never smiled. No, no. He's has a smile. Yeah, yeah. He's got his pack of cigarettes <laughs> in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, leaning the way he always did with his hat and uh, you know, with a smile on his face. And of course, your mom always, always smiled. And yeah. you know, it's she right legit there. that photo that we're seeing. You guys can't see this because you know, obviously, this is audio only. But my mother is sitting in the middle of pumpkins. It was a pumpkin patch we took the kids to. She literally sat and she goes, "Take a picture, take a picture." My daughter, my daughter. She said, "Bratty, bratty." My daughter, take a picture of me now, like this. <laughs> and then she said, "All the kids, come around me." And then I took one with all the kids around her. Yeah. yeah, that was exactly what she said. Not photo. So. These people have brightened our lives over the years, over and over and over again. So why would you sit there and grieve that they're gone, sit in neg negative and sad tears when you can sit there and remember all the great things they brought to your life? Actually remember, like go back to all those days and moments of your life with them yeah. and special occasions. Like I do that all the time. Things that would put a smile on your face, even though you don't feel like you, you're, you, you justify having a smile on your face because they're gone, but I'm positive that that's what they would want from you. They'd want for you, from you to remember them in their brightest times. Mm -hmm. So think back, you want to grieve them instead of grieving them with, with a sad face, celebrate their lives, have some tears of joy or, you know, with a smile on your face, remembering the fun times you had with them or the things that they did to, to better your life in whatever, in whatever way possible. Uh, you know, like I said, I don't know. I, I, it's not that I don't know. There's nothing I can say to make you feel better after losing somebody. Cause even me saying it right now, thinking of Andre, thinking of my dad, thinking of her mom and her dad, it still gives me a lump in my throat. It still makes me think sad, you know, that, that they're not here and that kind of stuff. But like I said, I mean, the, 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 the good times I had with my dad when I was younger, the good times I have had with Andre and, you know, playing cards with your mom and dad and, you know, not being able to speak their language was still laughing our heads off just by body language or, or, or gestures that we were doing just to make each other laugh. You know, those, those things are just the amount of kisses my mom kissed you yeah. over the years. Those she kissed you so go. many times because uh, she was, she loved you so just much. Just in one, one session, she'd kiss me like 500 times on the face. It, it, those those are the things that I, I cherish and I and I and I remember and 
that come to my head when I think of them. So it brings a little bit of a smile to your face. You know what I mean? Like even now just saying those kind of things, the lump in my throat is gone. Like I, I don't feel it as much. I just, so it just do. makes me feel better. So what, what, basically what we're saying is trying to remember the good times and, and that's your grieving, you yeah. know, you'll grieve and you'll have a smile on your face at the same time. Yeah. It is going to get easier as time goes by. Again, not because, you know, you don't grieve anymore or the pain is gone. No, the pain is still going to be there. It's just that it's like, it becomes like a dream, you know, things fade away. Yeah. And if you're sitting there having trouble, if you're thinking about them all the time, maybe sit there and get, get a day and say, you know what, I'm going to muster up a few things that reminded me of them. So maybe I'll make their favorite meal and maybe I'll have a glass of their favorite drink. And, and you know, if you still have some of their memorabilia, whatever, take it out and put it on the table with you and have that meal, have that favorite drink and just pretend that you're with them. Talk to them, cheers them, you know, uh, have have a conversation with them. You never know. I have no idea what happens after you die. They might be able to hear every word you say. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what happens. Well, I don't know what it is, but I told him this many times. I do feel my mom with me and my dad. I feel them. Yeah. A lot of times I'll be sitting there. I'll, they'll come to me. I'm like, oh, they're here. I know. I'll do something or I'll, I'll think of something and that happens right away. And I'm like, my parents are here 100%. Yeah. You know? I don't know how many times when our kids were young, when they were babies, they would sit there and they'd be playing in the room and they'd be talking like, who are you talking to? Oh, um, talk, I'm playing with Grandpa Mo. They never met him. He passed away before they were even alive. Oh, I'm pl playing with Grandpa Mo. So it freaked me out. After I ran three blocks, I decided, no, I'm going to come back and make sure my kid's okay. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it freaked me out. If you're sitting there by yourself and you're, you got like a, a two-year-old that barely talks, uh, sitting there in the bedroom playing, and they're saying they're playing with somebody that just that passed away 15 years ago or whatever it was. Before they were even around, yeah. <laughs> It's like freaks you out a little bit, but you know, you never know. They might be around. So maybe try and do things to celebrate them a little bit and, you know, help maybe put a smile on their face too. You never know. You never know where they are. We don't know until it happens. But, you know, I know we're talking about it. It's never going to be easy. I don't wish it on anyone, especially if it's your partner that is passing. Like, um, like I said, like I've lost both my parents. You've lost your dad and now Andre. And we can't, I cannot imagine my life without you in it. Uh -huh. Like I've lost all those and yeah, I can, you know, we've moved on. We've survived them. Losing my soulmate, my part, business, my business partner, my, my husband, my, my kid's father, my life everything. Partner, you know, and I think, I don't know if, if I can ever, ever be able to live with that. I think what happens, like with my mom and my dad, they were together for over 50 years. When my dad passed, my mom went five years later, four years later, and she was a lot healthier. Yeah. I think what happens is they can't live without each other. Yeah. Same thing happened with my uncle and his wife. Yeah. Like, they just, once once they've been together for so long, they don't want to stay around after one of them is gone. You know, yeah. I find. It's, it's, I'm sure it's tough. <clears throat> I mean, we have friends that lost husbands, lost wives, um, parents, all that stuff. And, and everybody kind of deals with it a little differently, right? So, you know, you might have... To, like you're one of nine sisters when your parents passed away. So everybody took it a little bit differently. I find one of your sisters took it at, upon herself to say, okay, well now I'm the mother of the family. I'm the one that's going to take care of everybody. I'm the one that's going to make sure everything. Yes. And then, you know, others just grieved and grieved and grieved. And then like your, yourself, you, you were able to, you, you grieved clearly a lot, but you also thought about all the good things and you celebrated those lives. And I think that you helped 
your family do the same thing because every time you got together and you talked about it, you said you got to remember the good things. Don't remember the passing. Yeah. Remember the living. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been. None of my sisters do what my mom used to do. Yeah. Like grieve it like in a hard way. Oh, yeah. A hard way. And the thing is that used to break my heart every time I see your mom do that. Hey, I would I would sit there and tell you, like, can you get her to calm down? Because I'm afraid that she's going to hurt herself because she would. She would be doing her whole life. Yeah. She would bang on her chest. She would cry. And I know it's, it's part of the culture. It's how you guys did it. Like, uh, you know, but also I know where she was coming from. Like she lost her son. Yeah. My brother died at 21 in the war. You should have seen her then what she was doing. I, I remember that like a clear day. Yeah. It was the worst day of my entire existence. Seeing my mother hurting herself that way and crying and screaming and saying, can someone turn off this fire that's inside me? It's yeah. lit and it's so burning inside. Can someone just turn it off? bring my son back like even thinking back it's been over 35 years thinking back of that I'm like how did she survive that because I can I, I don't think I can ever survive my kids anything happened to my kids or you yeah. so that kind of pain it doesn't go away yeah. losing a child like we lost my last both my parents like I said but I don't think I can survive the pain of losing you or my children my mom having gone through that Every time someone passed away after my brother, yeah. she would do the same thing yeah, because right. the pain was is so real and is so new to her every time. Because yeah. it's her son, you know? So, excuse me. Sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs> go there. But yeah, it's, the pain is real. It never goes away. It is, it is real. And like I said, if, to, to soften the blow a little bit, we just want to ask you to try and and remember the good times. Remember... The living, not the passing. Remember how they were, how they brought a smile to her face, how they made you great food or how they hugged you or kissed you, that kind of stuff. Like, remember those things to have happy, a little bit more happy tears than right. mad and upset and why me or why them kind of thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's going to happen. It happens to everybody, you know, um, some younger than others. Uh, you know, I wish we can control it, but there's nothing really we can do. It's just going to happen. So, you know, we take our drinks, cheers to all those that we've lost. We miss you. We love you. We had great times with you. And we're going to continue thinking about all of those great times. And you're going to put a smile on my face, even though there might be a tear running down my cheek. Love you. Love you. Love you guys. And more than happy. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you what we, we have. have.